MSing About Productions presents MSing About, a podcast about nothing. I'm Ian Hayden, an award-winning comedy writer who happens to have MS. And as usual, I'll be messing about with my sidekick, Kira, pianist and singer Katrina Christensen, and maybe a whole heap of famous people in our Brush With Fame podcast. But before we get down to business, a bit about our sponsor, Solace Sleep. Solace Sleep is Australia's number one manufacturer of adjustable beds. Check them out at solacesleep.com.au. What were we talking about? I don't know. Oh, Kim Wilde hitting on you. Oh, no, no, that came up because I wanted to ask you... Yes? ...to recall the people you had Brush of the Fame. Now, oh, I want to I do real Brush of the Fame because I jotted down famous people I'd interviewed or worked with or whatever, and I, there's a lot of them. There is a lot. They're You've had a lot of Brushes with Fame. But that's not Brushes with Fame. If okay. you're employing someone or interviewing them, that's a job. Oh. Uh, Okay. So I brush with fame. Let me right. explain the rules. Oh, there's rules, okay. Yes, there's a rule. Yes, I have my pen and paper. Okay. okay. Now the rules. It yes. all came about because a friend of mine, whose father was he was named Lloyd, was floating on a lilo in a swimming pool in Bangkok, oh. and he passed the singer John Denver on another lilo, and Lloyd said, "Oh, this is the life," and John said, "Yep, sure is." Now, that's a brush with fame. It has to be a conversation. It can't be spotting someone up the pointy end of the plane. It oh. can't be asking for an autograph or getting a selfie. It's got to be a brush. A brush. Yeah, and I'm going to keep talking for a minute. Because <laughs> okay. I remember my first brush with fame Yes, was when I was nine and it was in the lolly shop just down from my primary school. Oh, do tell. And did you go to a, a lolly shop where you could select lollies? Oh, a yes. A bag of mixed lollies? I used to love it. I, had, I was picking my bag of mixed lollies and I know what I was picking. Yes. I can even remember. Because I didn't like bananas or milk bottles or redskins. I went for... Uh, mint leaves, freckles, cobbers, and a must stick. Mm, good choices. Good choices. Yes. And I picked them and I. Good variety, actually. And I had a bag and I turned, and this fellow, slightly built fellow in a hat, looked at my lollies and looked at me and said, They look nice, kid. And uh, being a boy with manners, I said, Would you like one, sir? And he said, No, thanks, mate, and smiled. Anyway. That was my first brush with fame. And who was it? The last man to be hanged in Australia, Ronald oh. Ryan. He was on the run from the police. Oh, my word. Mm. <laughs> but he got done for, when he broke out of prison, he shot and killed a prison guard. He was hung or hanged at 8 o'clock in the morning. It was February morning. Don't remember the date. Yeah. And he asked for a nip of whiskey, which he was given. Yeah. And he stood on the gallows and said to the hangman, God bless you. Please make it quick. Oh, wow. Hmm. Anyway. A horrible way to go. My, and then mm. I'm going to give you one more example of a brush oh, with fame. Okay. No, that's not really a brush. That was... Uh, <laughs> it's like a, yeah. what about, on the run kind of, you know. Okay. I'm <laughs> going my first big brush was in 1978. Yes. At a taxi cab I was six years old. And I was in London and it was drizzling with rain and I'd just seen a play called Whose Life Is It Anyway with the marvellous Tom Conti and I went to this 
cab rank and a fellow walked up behind me and it was the Irish comedian Dave Allen. And I said, G'day, Dave, you just finished your show? He said, yeah. And I said, how'd it go? He said, good. He said, to be honest, I was tossing up tonight whether I wanted to see you or whose life is it anyway and you lost. He said, oh, I wanted to see whose life is it anyway. Was it any good? I said, it's fabulous. Anyway, cab pulled up and he said, there you go. And I said, no, you take it. Thanks for the last. And he said, cheers, hopped in the cab, and that was the brush. Oh, that good, is a brush. That's a good brush. That is a good brush. All right. Yeah, I don't yeah. actually think I have any good brushes oh, now. But, but I know you, you do. rules out. No, no, I know you do. <laughs> and I've got one other really great brush. Yes. Yeah. You remember I used to write on a show called Kingswood Country? Oh, yes. And we were doing, I know it was a Saturday, and I know it was Saturday morning because I was watching the dress rehearsal between the audience bays, which were empty at this point. Mm. And this bloke walked in and was watching it and having a chuckle. And I looked at him and he looked at me and he said, do you work on this show? And I said, yeah, I'm one of the writers. And he said, that's funny stuff. Good work, mate. And he put his hand out and he said, Mel. Mel Gibson. Wow. Well, there you go. So that was a good brush. That is a great brush. I've got a great brush with Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, really? You haven't told you that? No. Okay, I was actually in Hollywood with my writing partner, Doug. Yes. And we were trying to flog our great talents, which we didn't. We are looking for a Greek restaurant that had been recommended. Right. And we were looking around and, and I saw a woman come out of another restaurant mm. And I recognised her as someone I knew back in Sydney. So I said, hi, how are you doing? What are you doing here? And she said, we just had dinner. I went, oh, shit, it's Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I recognised her. So I was very embarrassed and slunk off all red-faced. But I've jotted down brushes. You've told me you had a brush with Rod Stewart. I did have a brush. You do. You, had, you had words, didn't you? No, I wish we did have words. Oh, give me, give I, me. Well, I did, yeah. Look, I'll just lie and say I went up and said, you know, well, well, excuse well, me, Mister Stewart, your chair's on my jacket. <laughs> but what happened? No, we were, we were at, um, so my sister-in-law and I, we were down in Melbourne for one of our work stints that we used to go down on a buying trip and we went to Matt Moran's restaurant. So we'd done Neil Perry's the night before. Jeez, you got money. It was fabulous. Oh, look, we'd saved up. We'd saved our yeah. little pennies and, um, and then we went to Matt Moran's and, um, look, if I'm going to give a thumbs up to someone, Neil Perry just, he was, he was the winner by far. Um, I've, been, I've been to Bannister's. Oh, have you now? Rick Stein, yeah. Right. And anyway, go on. Well, Rod just happened to rock up there with his latest wife. I think is that um, Kelly? Oh, oh, I, I don't have no know. Idea. Yeah, I don't know. Some blonde one. Mm, um, does she think he's sexy? Oh, well, I thought he was sexy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Almost broke out in song. <laughs> no, no, he's still touring. He was touring with yeah. Cindy last year. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Anyway, so he rocked up with his then bent. Well, I think they're married. I all think right, yeah, married. yeah, okay. Yeah, Table think, for two, please. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, no, it was all. We had to walk past him, and yes, it was all very exciting. Oh. <laughs> oh. Even, even if you'd said good day, Rod. Oh, look, I really wanted to, but no. I, was, I was just being so respectful that I thought, no, he's come out to dinner. The last thing he wants to be is harassed. We, I, and seeing we're talking do. brushes with fame, <laughs> yes. our little friend Dave has the best ever brush with fame, and I'll let him tell the story. Okay. Okay. Oh, my brush to fame. Well, um, 
It was about 1971, I think, when Johnny Cash came to Adelaide. I was a boarder at Westminster College, and back in those days, if you wanted to go and see someone or spend some time with your uncle or your auntie or whatever, you had to have a leave pass. Now, the leave pass was signed by the housemaster and then had to be signed by the people you spent time with. So on this particular occasion, when I went to see Johnny Cash at the Apollo Stadium um, in, in Adelaide. Big show too. Johnny Cash, the Tennessee Three, June Carter, the Carter family, uh, the Statler brothers, Carl Perkins and Johnny Cash himself, of course. So at half time, I'm thinking, I've got to get this card signed. So I ducked down the back past a few security guys and down this long winding uh, corridor I come across a room with a star on it and I bang on the door and uh, a guy came out. I showed him the leave card. I said, I I need to get this signed or I'm going to be in trouble. Well, he sort of grinned and went inside and then bugging me dead, about a minute later, out came Johnny Cash and he stood there and said, hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I went, oh, g'day, I'm Dave Pryor. He was an enormous man and and, and so so powerful. Anyway, um, uh, he, he brought June out. Come on out here, June, and say g'day to Dave. And, and um, or say hello to Dave, I guess it was. Anyway, he signs the card all as well. I go and see the rest of the show. I get back to boarding school and I hand in my leave pass and the guy went, oh, that's you, you got him to sign it. He was quite surprised. He went to put it away and said, hang on, mate, you're not having that. I'm keeping that, which I did. I was going to tell you, you know, the one about when I whacked Bob Hawke in the face. Oh, yes. But And then you, I, I thought you'd top it. Was it Humphrey B. Bear or Fat Cat? Oh, Humphrey B. Bear. Ah, <laughs> Humphrey B. Bear. Well, you see, he can't talk. No, but look, you know... Did you dance rules, with him? I did dance with him. Therefore, you had a brush. But within the rules, no, I no. was working. <laughs> so, oh. well, he came up. I had been asked to sing at my local carols. So, and I was asked to also do a number with Humphrey B. Bear. And it was meant a to A dance, be, you mean? Well... Or a number? Well, it was a number. That's what and, we used to call joints. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, yes. And so, but all he did was, was dance, yes. And I had to sing. And, yeah. and so we danced together and it was lovely. Now, I did meet Ernie Dingo and I, I um, yes, I had to sing for Ernie Dingo. So that well, was good. That's a brush. But again... But I, was, I got to know Ernie Dingo, so it wasn't a brush. He oh, did, right. He did yes. a forward to my book and he taught me how oh, to... He didn't taught me how to tickle trout. There you go. And we swapped software back in the days where we had floppy disks, <laughs> games. So I, I, I won't call Ernie a brush. I won't call him a friend. But right. we went past G'day, how you doing? Well, if we're going by the rules, then I would say that a real brush with fame for myself and my father. So I had moved to Brisbane and my dad and I were in the city. We were in, um, oh, I can't think where the street was. Maybe it was Edward Street. And we were looking to put some money into a meter. And a lady came up to us and said, have you got any change for the meter? And I said, oh, yeah. And I looked at her and I recognised her instantly and I was just in awe of how beautiful she was in real life. And? And... And you probably, no, most people won't know who this person is, but it was Heather Ford from Heather Channel Ford! Yeah. Never the heard news of her. presenter. Okay. So she used to present with Bruce Page back in the day. I do, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't really. Oh, okay. Well, I have, I've I, heard I just the name. She was lovely. That, that's a brush. That was that, an exchange of words. I know. That that fits within the grills, the guidelines. Yeah, I taught Cole Joy how to play blackjack in an illegal <gasps> casino. There you go. That was a brush. <laughs> uh, well, if you only see someone once, it's a brush. Yeah, it's a brush, yeah. Can I, I think, yes. can I tell you about another 
Um, I should quickly tell you about Bob Wall because people might think, oh, how yes, did you no. whack him in the face? Yes, no, it it was an award night. We were doing providing the entertainment and getting an award. Bob was presenting the major award. Was he Prime Minister at the time? Prime Minister at the time. And during rehearsals, I nipped out through the kitchen and found a bathroom that wasn't going to have a whole heap of people queuing up in dinner suits because it was still a very male industry, all the station managers that were turning up. So it was going to be a queue a mile long and I knew to nip away into this little private bathroom and Bob's minders had found the little bathroom for him. So I'm going into the kitchen, not actually looking, and Bob was coming out of the bathroom back into the thing and I pushed the swinging doors and whacked him right in the face. <laughs> I think he was too short to see through the little circle, say, the glass circle. Sure, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I whacked him in the face and he went, ah. Oh. I said, oh, geez, I'm sorry, Bob. He said, ah, it's all right. It's my, my fault, mate, my fault. Only in Australia would the Prime Minister say it was my fault. There you go. Yeah, you would have been shot if it was Barack Obama or someone. But anyway... <laughs> That was, but I give you the best ever brush. This is great. You'll love this. Oh yes. Do you remember the Samuel Peep show? Well, Well, I don't. You don't. But yeah, I did it, and we did a live performance at the Albert Park Amphitheatre in Brisbane. All right. And 15,000 people turned up. That's a big crowd. That is a big crowd. I did keyboards and sound effects that night. Wow. And we were doing the... We did a dress rehearsal and then two of our male stars were Ross Higgins, who was also in Kingswood Country, and Kev Goldsby. Okay. And he also was our favourite cop in Kingswood Country. So, and they were both in the Naked Vickers show. Oh, with okay. Nolene Brown. Yep. So... No, and, we, and Annie was there and the four of us went up to a milk bar to grab some lunch and we walked in and the bloke behind the counter went into conniptions he said hey Maria Maria come on out here from the kitchen come on out come out we've got famous people here Maria and he pointed to Ross he said see that one there he's on television he's famous he's a famous man this one oh and that one too he's on television he's famous and then pointed it out and said don't know about her, she might be famous. And then pointed to me and said, no, nah, he's not. <laughs> there you go. Good to know your place. Yeah, you know your place. Because once upon a time after recording, we went for a drink and the bartender recognised my famous friends. Right. And he got an autograph from them. Yeah. And he looked at me and said, what do you do? <laughs> And I said, I am the writer. He was just checking to see if it was worth his while. He handed me another piece of paper and said, do you give me one just in case you become famous? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, And I'll tell you another brush with fame. Yes, yes. This is a Kev Goldsby brush with fame. I don't know who he is. You'd know his face probably, but... He was in the cars at eight Paris. He's mainly a voiceover person, but the Naked Vickers show. And he was in a pub at the buffet helping himself to the buffet and this person on the other side of the buffet leant down and went hey you're on television aren't you he said yeah i've been on television kingswood country right he said yes i've been in kingswood country never watch it (laughs) (laughs) again just keeping it real people are strange bring you back down yeah and our friend Florence, I asked her about a brush with fame and oh, her yes. brush with fame was the Bellamy Brothers. The I'll, Bellamy I'll, Brothers? I'll let her tell you, yeah. Okay. It's time for Florence. <laughs> well, 
just that we Ted and I went to their concert in Hamilton at the Founders Theatre, which we enjoyed immensely. And they said after the concert they'd stay out on stage if you wish to come down and have a word as you and it took a while as you can imagine mm-hmm. to get there but yeah and, and really I spoke to them but all he did say to them really was how much you enjoyed the concert and yeah. so forth but it was nice yeah and we shook hands with them and yeah. and what was their biggest hit if you said I had a beautiful body would you hold it against me I mentioned Kim Wilde and how oh, she did. tried to seduce me. Oh, you did. Because she was hot. Look, you're getting all red. I am. <laughs> no, she, she was very hot in the 80s. She was, yes. And I had a head cold when oh, I went to interview dear. her. So I knocked on the door and I was feeling crook. Oh, you would have sounded it too oh, if yeah. you sounded like that. <laughs> she opened the door and I said... Uh, nice to meet you, Kim, but I've got a head cold. I know you're a singer and I don't want to give it to you, so we might just give this one a miss, eh? And she said, no, come on in. You can sit on a chair over that side and I'll sit on the couch over on this side. Uh-huh. And she sat on the couch and she just purred and pulled up her dress and winked at me and blew me kisses while she was doing <laughs> that just because she was having a ball. <laughs> Ended up writing, she was a great person with a really good sense of humour because it, it wasn't a come on, it was just playing with the man yeah. with a cold. <laughs> and I'm just asking the question, oh, what's your favourite colour or I don't know. Oh, no. But um, it's not a brush with fame, but it, it was because she played with it. Yeah. I thought. Well, if we're talking about singers, I did have a brush with fame in an Asian restaurant in Sydney with Daniel Johns. From Silverchair. Yes. Natalie Ambrulia, he was married to. Yes, he was. Got married up in tropical North Queensland. There you go. Yeah. Okay, and what's your brush? Oh, well, I did ask him for his autograph. Oh, (laughs) God. Simon Gallagher. Oh, oh. Didn't you have a brush with Yes, him? I'm just thinking, yes, I did. <laughs> I did have a brush with Simon Gallagher. Yes. Right. I was, I think I might have been 15. Ooh. And I had short hair, short red spiky hair, because I used to go into hair competitions for my hairdresser. And um, Simon was coming up for um, some charity, and they had asked me to sing the opening number so I was, I was the, what do you call it? The person who comes out before the first... You know. The person who comes out before the important yeah, person. Yeah, 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 that's the, it. The support act. The support act. <laughs> you just it. gave me a mind jogger of a great brush with fame. Yes, who is that? We mentioned, we, I mentioned the Samuel Pepys show. Oh, yes. At its time, it was a reasonably big radio show. Yes. As I said, 15,000 people turned up for the live show. Yes. The radio station in Adelaide that broadcast it, I think it was 5AD, and they had a client function for all their high advertising people. And we were the stars of the show. Mm. And our support acts were a singer called Jack Jones and a singer called Dion Warwick. Wow. Now... I only got a brush with fame because back then I used to smoke and so did she. So we found a little <laughs> place out in the back and had a chat and a cigarette together. Oh, and that's a brush. But can I just tell you one more near brush with fame I had? All right, if you have to. Yes, I once went to a dentist called MacDonald who had a famous act 
a brother called Gary. Jim, do you oh, know yes, Gary McDonald? I do know Gary McDonald. If you remember well, the dentist and Gary look very similar, and I can tell you <laughs> there's something very scary about having Norman Gunston coming at your mouth with one of those metal scrapey things. <laughs> I'd be worried one of his shaving little cloths yeah, would fall into yeah, your a mouth. Yeah, a little bit of tissue on there. <laughs> yeah, but, but I, I'm only saying that because... I'd like to leave you, Katrina, with Norman's famous sign-off. Fire away. May the good Lord not let you pass away until next time we meet. <laughs> hey, that's my line. All right, I'll see you soon. <laughs> see you soon. See you soon. Now you, you, Hooroo. <laughs>